Meantime, a new United Nations report shows Canadian consumption of a cannabis actually rose, how about this, 40% between 2013 and 2017. So up 40% in a four-year period leading up to legalization. And the report also says that, or shows the increase was more significant in adults 20 and older, while uh, the age group at 19 and under actually uh, declined in use. And to break this down a little further for us is Dr. Jurgen Rehm. He is a senior scientist with CAMH, and the doctor joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Dr. Rehm, good afternoon, and uh, thanks for your time. Thanks a lot for having me. All right. Uh, first off here, that's a pretty eye-popping number. Were you surprised to see this in this United Nations report that the cannabis use rose 40% ahead of legalization? Well, there are two things to say. First of all, the United Nations doesn't do any surveys. This is uh, based on a Stats Canada report from October last year, all those numbers, so I was not surprised. Secondly, uh, what is new is the link that uh, the United Nations puts that in relationship to legalization. Obviously, the trend had started in 2011 when nobody talked about legalization, and the trend went up until 2017 almost straight. Uh, why this should be a trend which is caused by legalization or the anticipation of legalization is an interpretation which is not supported by any data. All right, well, speaking of, I want to go back to your first point. Uh, because the United Nations doesn't do any independent uh, research uh, within Canada, are you uh, skeptical or, or doubting these findings, this 40% number? No, not at all. I'm just saying I was not surprised because the number was first published in October 2018. Okay, but obviously making a little more news today since the United Nations has now reissued it. And uh, is that just because uh, legalization was looming, the government had given it uh, the, the green light or the thought was it was coming, so a lot of people thought it was, it was okay to try to experiment uh, with uh, cannabis? Well, I don't think so, because we have the same increase in the states of the U.S. where there's no legalization and no uh, legalization coming, or in other industrialized countries. This is a general trend in high-income countries in Europe and in North America. And it is, these trends are there independent of legalization looming or not. All right, so is the, the trend, uh, as it were, is it that uh, marijuana, cannabis is becoming more socially acceptable, that it is uh, seen more along the lines of alcohol, therefore more people are, are using it or willing to try it? I think that plays a role. The point is, however, that, of course, alcohol is way more dangerous than marijuana. And overall, it causes a multifold deaths and disability and hospitalizations than marijuana. And that would be true even if marijuana doubled now. So there's no uh, real relationship between the deaths and the harm of alcohol and marijuana. It is far bigger than alcohol. All right, so when we see a number like 40%, uh, the uh, consumption of cannabis has gone up 40% uh, in uh, four years in this country. That shouldn't necessarily be an alarming number, that uh, people are using uh, cannabis for uh, all kinds of reasons, including things such as uh, pain management? That is a problem. The problem is 
that uh, currently there is a perception that marijuana is basically healing all kinds of diseases. And I think the government has to stop this by changing the medical marijuana laws, because the medical marijuana laws currently do not suggest any indication, any kind of disease uh, where marijuana is actually uh, advised or not advised. They just leave it to the judgment of any medical doctor. And currently, most of the marijuana which is prescribed is for diseases like depression, where we know that marijuana is actually worsening depression. So that is a real problem that, uh, A, in the perception of people, and B, in the law, medical marijuana or marijuana for medical purposes is completely overestimated. It had made an image change from being worth nothing, which also made no sense, to now being the number one medication uh, for almost anything which is problematic for us. So the two things, uh, what you just mentioned there, and we were discussing the fact that uh, legalization maybe gave the the green light to a lot of people to to start using or or trying, is that why we see the the greatest increase in the age group that uh, is 20 and older and those in their teens, 19 and under, declined in use because, uh, well, now that it's no longer forbidden, it's not kind of a a rebellious thing to do? Um, That's an interesting hypothesis, and that is probably some of the reasons, but we see in our youth a trend of reducing any kind of substances. Youth is drinking less alcohol, youth is using less marijuana, and youth is having less tobacco. And is that because uh, the the perception of youth is that uh, I now want to be healthy? Uh, I don't want to live the life of a a rebel or a uh, rock and roller that uh, no longer is, I don't know, Mick Jagger and uh, the Rolling Stones a a role model. It's, uh, you know, maybe some of these uh, actors and uh, athletes who've got uh, terrific uh, physiques. That is one of the reasons which we believe is playing a role here. Uh, it's also no longer fashionable. It's no longer hip, slick, and cool to smoke marijuana. It's just a normal thing. It's no longer hip, slick, and cool to use too much alcohol. And that has resulted in a more rational use of substances in youth. Yeah, is that? Uh, do you think that that's going to rule the day uh, moving forward here as uh, legalization kind of uh, matures, uh, if you will, as uh, as a nation we, we get used to uh, marijuana being legalized? And uh, how much of a, a case study is Canada, do you think, being used by a group like the United Nations uh, when it comes to legalization? Well, it's, it's Canada is used, obviously, for the simple reason that it's the only high-income country where... Um, well, the only um, high, high-income country where cannabis has ever been legalized. It has been legalized in some states of the U.S., which is not a legal legalization because the federal law still prohibited, and in principle, federal laws 
would break state laws, but de facto it's legalized in some states, but these are only some states, and there's no other country. Uruguay is a country where uh, marijuana is legal, but this is not a country where a lot of other countries in Europe or other high-income countries would look to to find a comparable comparability and to estimate trends. So Canada will be the prime example, yes. Just finally, I'll get you out on this question. As a senior scientist there at CAMH, uh, what have you got your eye on? What concerns you the most of moving forward when it comes to legalization of uh, cannabis in this country? Uh, two things. First, the per se law of traffic should be done and should be operationalized as soon as possible. We need a law which, is, which makes it clear that people under the influence of cannabis should not drive a car, no matter if this influence, uh, if this use of cannabis is for medical or for other reasons. It is very simple. Somebody who uses cannabis should not be on our roads or should not be any traffic participants. Secondly, the question of medical marijuana, why do we use so different standards for the use of marijuana as a medication compared to all other medications? This is not justified, and this will get us into trouble. Dr. Reem, we're going to have to leave it there. Appreciate the time. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It was Dr. Jurgen Rehm, a CAMH senior scientist, on this a new UN report out today that says Canadian consumption of cannabis rose 40% in the years leading up to legalization.